can imagine me needing more than that. So how you been at uh, Oscar? It's been going Not on. Not too bad. Busy and stressed, but it's a good busy and a good stressed. Yeah, I was about to say that's the kind of busy and stressed you want to be, though. Yeah, yeah, it's going well. Um, that's good. You know, art's zipping along. We're in layout. I need to get back to Badger on a few things, but uh, editing is uh, steamrolling along. We uh, should have the third of five scenarios completely edited and ready for layout by the end of the week. Um, and we've got all of the articles except one at that point. So, yeah, it's forming up. We're uh, pretty happy with the progress so far. That's cool. All right. Wheels, wheels haven't come off the bus yet. Uh, hey, uh, just out of morbid curiosity, do you mind if we record this? I was actually going to say that you could, and I'd even be fine with it being released at some point, but at least, you know, three yeah, months after, <laughs> after yeah. it comes out. No, no, that's uh, fine. <clears throat> We've got a bunch of those sitting in the wait in the, in the <laughs> waiting to be released status. Cool. Um, you will be the fourth team to play Lonely Point Lighthouse. Um, we've had a uh, we've had a few very drastically different endings on this. So uh, it, this is going to be one of those games keepers can run over and over and over because oh, it'll good. probably never end or, or play out exactly the same way. Eddie, are you uh, are you recording then, Eddie? Yes. Yeah. I, Good. Yep, yep. Good job. At some point, okay. we'll release this next year. <laughs> okay, you are playing uh, Wallace uh, Fontabone. Yep. And just a, uh, a well-educated parapsychologist um, doing uh, looks like lab research on uh, extrasensory perception and some haunting work. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, Jesse Puckle, or is it Puckette? Puckette, Puckett. sure. Did not P- cross we'll the T's. Uh, and you are a uh, character caricature artist from uh, from Great Britain. Right. The two of you know one another, or, or your characters do. I'm asking. Uh, we'll say they do for simplicity's sake. Sure. Yeah. Okay. These are new characters. They are not exposed to the mythos in any way, or are they uh, seasoned adventurers or uh, investigators? I mean, no, no, my no. My, mine's nineteen and stupid. Okay. So yeah. So, yeah. I uh, I put some points into a cult, but you know, obviously, no experience with uh, mythos. No. Okay. I have you know I have the five occult, but that's it. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, so we are going to start. Um, this is a Lonely Point Lighthouse. Uh, for the from the upcoming uh, Island of Ignorance, the third Cthulhu Companion, uh, written and run by myself, Oscar Rios. Um, I'm going to start with the introduction. Um, which will give you a little bit of background, and uh, then uh, we can get into some more details. Um, The investigators, meaning the two of you, are hired by the New London City Council to do a formal paranormal investigation of a supposed haunted facility, the Lonely Point Lighthouse. 
Since the death of the facility's original keeper, Morris Fitch, six years ago, people have reported hearing strange sounds, tapping, moans, and scratching. Uh, it was their accounts that led to the stories about the lighthouse being haunted. The last three lighthouse keepers, hired by the Chamber of Commerce, all quit within their first six months. The Lonely Point Lighthouse has stood vacant for nearly two years now. The council is under pressure to resolve the situation because of a recent tragedy. Four months ago, the White Queen, a luxury lot, a luxury yacht, ran aground on Lonely Point Island, likely because the facility was dark. She, uh, she was trying to reach New London during a storm, but there was damage uh, by her near grounding and she sank a few hundred yards away uh, into a deep ocean trench the locals call Moray Drop. The owner of the lot, the yacht and sole occupant, Francis ba uh, Bracken, was never seen again and is assumed to have gone down with her. The City Council of New London is deeply embarrassed by this tragedy and wants the issue of its quote-unquote haunted lighthouse settled once and for all. Uh, it would like to hire and retain a full-time lighthouse keeper and hopes a formal investigation will put these wild stories to rest. Um, so you can arrive in New London, Connecticut on Wednesday or Thursday, the 10th or 11th of March in the year 1926. Uh, I'm saying that you have a choice because your employer, the uh, city clerk's office, is paying, for, is paying for a room at the Waterford, a comfortable local hotel, uh, the evening of the 11th. But uh, your responsibilities are easily rearranged so that you could get there a day early, but you'd be on your own dime. Um, you could book an additional night at the Waterford and arrive at the 10th, uh, on the 10th, that would be uh, an extra dollar fifty. Uh, it's a steep rated hotel. Um, you are being paid five dollars a day plus expenses uh, for your services, and your services will be between March 11th and March 14th. You are being hired for a weekend. Okay. A, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, um, and I think a Monday. Uh, no, you're being hired Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay, on the morning of Friday, March 12th, uh, you will be ferried out to Lonely Point, a small island about two miles off the coast of Connecticut. Um, there you will be on Lonely Point Island and have full access to the Lonely Point Lighthouse. You will be given supplies enough to see you through for at least a week, although you're, you're due to be picked up, um, I think, Monday morning. Okay. Um, we can say that, uh, just for simplicity's sake, uh, Eddie, that you, like, subcontracted me because wanted to get drawings of whatever might have happened here. Yeah. Sounds like so. a, yeah. a reasonable excuse. Sure, yeah. And I need the money. <laughs> um, Wallace has actually followed this case a little bit in the news as he's a parapsychologist with an interest in hauntings. It turns out one of the former lighthouse keepers 
Um, let me find out exactly which one. Chester Wade. Chester Wade. Chester Wade. He's actually an aspiring sculptor living in Kingsport. At least he is now. Um, that's uh, where he's relocated. There is, there are, I should say, some theories that those with an artistic bent um, may be susceptible to the psychic <laughs> impressions of the supernatural. So bringing an artist, a, a, a talented yet financially desperate artist with you <laughs> might allow you to perhaps document these theories. Um, in, in other words, you're, you're, you're hoping that you're bringing some sort of a paranormal lightning rod with you. <laughs> um, it, 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 I, I, I will allow, you know, whatever, however cynical your character wants to be about it, um, but we can say that that's your your um, professional reason for wanting to have an artist with you. That's fine. Yeah, I, I like it. Yep. That sounds good. <laughs> I brought some bait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's interesting that I'm not usually the bait, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, and pretty much, um, pretty much, let me. This is going to be a rather open-ended investigation. It's what I like to call a reactive game. Um, I know everything that's going on. Um, I know everyone involved. And it's up to you guys to insert yourself into this narrative and, and investigate in whatever way you want to investigate and accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. Um, things are not going to be happening for you to react to. You're going to be uh, you're going to be acting and the world will be reacting to you. Um, so it's going to give you guys a level of control that a lot of scenarios aren't, because it, it's, it's, they're difficult to run and they're a little more difficult to write. Um, but pretty much uh, you tell me where you want, you know, when you want to arrive, the 10th or the 11th and what you would like to do and it's all here. Brilliant. Uh, it's my favorite kind, actually. So, um, Eddie, why don't you just take the lead? Because I'm obviously in the subordinate position here, and I know nothing. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm fresh as the driven snow, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so it's, I'm going to leave the giant things up to you, and, and then uh, maybe later when I get more in my element, I'll uh, pick up uh, specifically with the arts guy if we want to go visit him or whatnot. Since we have a day, I guess we, we could do that. But um, He's in Kingsport. Where are we right now, Oscar? You were in New London. Well, you were about to arrive in New London, Connecticut. Okay. okay. So Kingsport is not exactly nearby. All right. Well, let's see. Okay. So uh, let's... Yeah, let's get here early, uh, or go get here at the 10th, 
Okay, what time would you like to arrive on the 10th? Uh, say noon. Okay, easy enough. Um, are you... So we say that you pull into New London. It's a uh, March day. Are you uh, driving in or are you coming by boat? Uh, come in by boat. Okay. So you pull into New London easily enough, and uh, you are in town. You can report to the county, the city clerk, and let them know that you've arrived and you're ready to start. Um, you're not due to uh, check in with them until tomorrow. Uh, but pretty much you're, you can do as whatever you like. It is... Uh, tell you a little bit about New London. You know, it's New London's an old colonial port, a deep water harbor. Uh, lies about midway between New York and Boston. It was once a major naval station during the American Revolution. Um, it became a very the second busiest whaling port in the world. It was once very rich and uh, has since been broken up into three other towns um, and currently it has a population of about 26,000 okay out of morbid curiosity Oscar where did we come from did we come from New York or from Boston I'm not sure um, okay it's up to us I, 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 yeah, I, yeah I don't know your character backgrounds you're from Great Britain so it could have been either one uh, or somewhere different. Uh, I, I'd suggest New York. That's fine. Okay. Like I said, we haven't played this before, or these guys before, so everything's, uh, we can change it all over here at the beginning if we need to. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So you are on the docks, and the Waterford Hotel is actually um, not far from the docks where you've landed. Um, if you'd want to go there. If not, um, what preparations have you made before arriving? Uh, preparations. Interesting uh, question. Uh, I'm going to say that you guys knew and were hired to do this for at least a week before uh, before the 10th. So you would have had a little bit of time to prepare. <clears throat> or not. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to say that I have my typical artist kit with me, which would mm -hmm. include like a set of pencils, paper, charcoal, um, maybe some watercolors, although I don't do watercolor, so maybe not watercolor. Yeah, what the fuck, watercolors. <laughs> um, and then one of those portable easel things. Gotcha. Uh, also with a set of clothes, uh, you know, one a day, we'll say. Um, and... Yeah. I have a boot knife. Good thinking. Yep. Okay. And uh, I, I will, uh, I'll have brought some uh, writing material, uh, like a journal. Uh, maybe some good, uh, whatever crazy contraptions I might uh, think help me detect, uh, you know, spiritual energies or. Uh, you know, 
obviously nothing that really works, but I've sort of convinced myself that they do. Um, okay, yeah, well, that's about the, it. The, yeah. For the period, it would be it would depend what school of thought you're coming from. Hmm. Um, there, there's not a lot of technology for this in the twenties, but okay. you could have things like you know. Ouija boards, uh, tarot cards, uh, crystals, magnets, dowsing rods, um, you know, simple uh, things of a more spiritual bent. But if you were more of the, uh, the scientific uh, bent, you might be more concerned with the, the observation of the events. Um, uh, the technology for detecting them is, it has not really been established uh, that well at mm -hmm. this point. Well, in that case, yeah, just uh, yeah, notes and graph paper and uh, you know, writing supplies. Okay. Um, how much uh, in-character banter do you like? Uh, would you rather us talk in-character most of the time, or, it, it, or if we could, that would be that would be great. But uh, I'm on your dime, so so awesome. It's up to you, Eddie. What do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, full online banter. Yeah, that's that's cool yeah. with me. Yeah, that's cool. All right, let's let's do this. So we're sitting on the docks, right? I would say that you were standing on the docks because it is March, uh, so the the weather is a bit raw. All right. Uh, <laughs> I forgot your character's name already, Murph. Jesse, uh, Jesse, Jesse. What is yours, by the way? I'm uh, sorry. Wallace. 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 Yeah. Uh, well, Jesse, I, I suggest we uh, check in at the hotel first, and uh, then and then move on and, and uh, make uh, make ourselves uh, known at the clerk's office. All right. It sounds good to me, sir. Okay. It's a short walk from where you landed uh, to the hotel and as you enter uh, man behind the desk uh, looks up and says uh, greetings and uh, welcome to the Waterford how can we help you sirs uh, yes uh, the name is uh, Wallace Fontabone uh, I'd like to secure some uh, housing or some uh, residential quarters for uh, myself and uh, my assistant, Jesse. Uh, very good. He takes a, a look. We have uh, several vacancies. Um, I'm sorry, do you have a reservation here to, for uh, tomorrow? Uh, indeed we do. Uh, we'd like to uh, check in a day early, if at all possible. Oh, that would be, that would be fine. Um, so we have already had a, a pair of connecting rooms reserved for you, sir. Um, would you? And uh, they are available now, so we can simply check you in a day early. Um, he appears uncomfortable for a moment, and he says, uh, uh, "These rooms were prepaid, but from the 11th until the f uh, so. Will you be handling that, sir? Uh, indeed, I will. Uh, yes." Uh, whatever, whatever you need. Uh, very good. That will be uh, that will be a dollar fifty, and we can collect that in the morning, sir. Yeah. 
Um, I'll. Do you have any luggage? I can summon the boy. Uh, yes, we do. Thank you. Okay. He summons a uh, young boy, a uh, young man of about 15, who uh, takes your luggage up to a pair of connecting rooms. A very comfortable hotel. Um, nice accommodations. There's a, a restaurant in the lobby. And you are checked in and shown to your rooms. Right. The boy link, the bellhop lingers for a moment. Uh, right, I'll uh, give him uh, an appropriate tip. Thank you, sir. Make a luck roll. All right. Oops. Oh, yes, uh, seven. Yep. Okay, he, uh, he says, Pardon me for asking, but... Are you the ghost hunter that's supposed to arrive here? I heard that you were uh, you arrived the day early. Uh, yeah, and a, a big smile. Ah, uh, yes, my reputation precedes me. Uh, I am indeed Wallace Fontebone, uh, young man. Pleased to meet your acquaintance. Well, that's really cool. Um, great. Well, you know, best of luck. And and I, I really hope you get to the bottom of this whole sea monster business. Sea monster. Sea monster. Uh, what do you mean sea monster? You told me it was ghosts. Ghosts aren't real. Sea monsters are a different thing entirely. Uh, what uh, a sea monster? Uh, what uh, what do you know about this uh, alleged sea monster? Um, not much. A whole bunch of people have, have seen it. Um, I, I thought you were here to, to look into to both of them. Both of them? There's two now. Well, everybody knows that the lighthouse is haunted. But, you know, that's not really that interesting because, you know, nobody lives there. Um, but the sea monster, that's, you know, that's kind of neat because people have actually seen it. Only a few people have seen the ghosts. Oh. I'd, be, I'd best, I'd best get back, sir. Uh, one last question: uh, Do you know of any names of people who've seen the sea monster? Oh, lots of, lots of people. I don't know any specifics. I think that the father of somebody in my homeroom class may have seen it, um, but I'm not sure. Uh, well, uh, thank you for the information. I would just ask around town. There's lots of people who've, who've seen it, uh, especially among the, the fishermen. Ah, of course, of course. Uh, thank you very much. Bye-bye now. He heads out. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Did anyone say anything to you about a sea monster, Jesse? Uh, no, but I can tell you that this, this room... Is almost as big as my entire parents' flat back home. It's huge. It, it is indeed. It is indeed. Hmm. Well, I suggest we... Uh, I'd like to uh, first check in at the uh, clerk's office. Let them know we're here, uh, if that's fine with you, Jesse. Uh, I, but I would like to uh, 
talk to some uh, fishermen as well and inquire about any sea monster sightings. Quite interesting. Yes, maybe we can get a good description out of one of them. Yes. Excellent idea. Um, yeah, once I've sort of uh, put uh, my whatever luggage I, I have, uh, I think our next stop might be the uh, clerk's office. County clerk. Okay. Um, you actually head over, and I'm just going to check my map. It's uh, up the main street, uh, about three blocks from here. Um, easy walk even in this weather. And you arrive at the city clerk's office uh, just before one. Well, we'll uh, go on in and uh, speak to whoever is behind the desk. Okay. Uh, you are met by a secretary. She asks your names, and as soon as you give it, um, she rings somebody in a back office who immediately comes out to meet you. Um, and he says, uh, "You must be. You must be." Uh, is it Fontabone? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, Wallace Fontabone. He offers his hand. Very pleased to meet you. Um, I'm uh, uh, Colin Martell. I've, uh, I was the one who, who contacted you. Um, thank you for coming. I wasn't expecting you until tomorrow. I would have bet you down at the docks. Oh, don't, don't, uh, don't be ridiculous. Uh, th this is fine. We wanted to come a day early and, and sort of get settled in and get... Uh, Sort of a lay of the land uh, before we uh, proceed with our job. Well, wonderful. Um, and your friend? Uh, this is uh, Jesse. Uh, he's uh, an artist, and he'll be uh, helping uh, with uh, descriptions and uh, some artwork of, of some of our findings. Well, very good. He offers uh, you his hand, Jesse. Uh, welcome to New London. Uh, have either much. of you broken for lunch yet? Uh, no, I'm famished. Well, there's a very good diner not far from here. Uh, let me just grab some papers, and uh, you know, we can sit, have a bite, and uh, I'll bring you up to speed. And uh, well, since we're paying for your expenses, I guess lunch is on uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Excellent. And if I join you, no one would mind, I suppose. And he, he chuckles. Um, so he gets his hat and his coat, and you guys walk down to a local diner for a sit-down. Uh, and, uh, you know, order whatever you like, and food comes. He makes small talk for a bit, and uh, then can fill you in on the basics. Okay. Uh, so... He, you know, just fills you in on, on small talk until you broach the subject of getting to work. Uh, right. Uh, I'll... I'll, uh, first uh, I'll ask him if he, if he, um, knows anything about this, the sea monster that, uh, some, some people have cited. Okay. Um, as you do that, he, he kind of looks up from his coffee... And says, who said anything about a sea monster? 
Oh, I, I just hear things. He's, he's very good at his job. Okay. Thank you. Um, well, I really, what we really need you to focus on is, is the lighthouse. Um, uh, that's that's our, our primary uh, concern. Um, this whole sea monster business, you know, that's that started just a couple, of, a few years ago, maybe two years ago, uh, maybe three. Um, local, a few locals began claiming to see a strange creature swimming um, out in the bay. Um, yeah, nobody. All the sightings have been fleeting. There are no f- photographs, uh, not clear ones anyway, uh, taken of this. Um, I wouldn't say any witnesses were, were credible. And and honestly, it, it's not something the Chamber of Commerce wishes to really um, put much stock in. Of course. And we, and we certainly don't want it reported. Well, absolutely. That 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 makes complete sense. There are. I, I will be. Let me let me be honest here. There are a few local businesses that would would really love it uh, if there was a sea monster here, because that would probably bring in uh, a larger percentage of summer tourists, people out on the water hoping they see something. Um, I think I speak for the entire Chamber of Commerce when I say that New London does not want to be known as the town in Connecticut with a sea monster. I'll I'll laugh. Uh, oh, that, of course, of course, uh, utter nonsense. Um, it's bad enough that we've gotten the uh, we've gotten the the stink of a haunted lighthouse on us, um, which we're hoping that you'll be able to clear up. Um, once you perform a formal investigation, um, we can we can put all these crazy rumors to rest once and for all, and uh, we can all get down to uh, you know the business of restaffing the lighthouse. So, um, what can what would you like to know? And he actually takes out a file that he's prepared. All right. Uh... When did these uh, hauntings start? These hauntings started after the death of the first lighthouse keeper, Morris Fitch. Um, Morris was our first and longest standing lighthouse keeper, um, and unfortunately he passed away in 1920. Um, so our first, our first reported problem was in, uh, probably March, two years later. Um, we had our first lighthouse keeper, Alan Metcalf, resign. Um, he'd worked barely a year. Uh, and then the next two gentlemen who took that position also, uh, resigned. All three of them had claimed to have heard strange noises, such as scratches, moans, tappings, coming from inside the lighthouse. Um, you know, crazy stories that the sounds came from nowhere and everywhere and from beyond. And he rolls, he rolls his eyes. Um, you know, it's 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 lonely work out there. 
Um, yes. Especially if, if you're not a family man, if you're at Lonely Point uh, by yourself. Um, and a lot of people think that it's going to be an easy job. It is not an, an easy job. Um, and even the, uh, the isolation can play tricks on people. So um, I think that these were just three young men who uh, didn't have the work ethic necessary. Um, Morris, on the other hand, uh, he was a good man and, and uh, probably one of the best lighthouse keepers on the, coast, on the uh, Connecticut coast, and if not all of New England. What, if you don't mind me asking, was the cause of his death? It was a fall. Fall. Uh, fall at the lighthouse? Yes. Uh, he was found at the about halfway down the stairs. Uh, he'd been living there alone. His uh, children had, uh, Gary and Michelle, had uh, moved on, and um, his wife was no longer with him. Um, I see. But um, they, had, uh, they had lived there uh, from uh, Morris and... Morris and Bessie moved in right when the lighthouse was open. Uh, literally, the day of the grand opening, he was there and, and became the first lighthouse keeper on uh, Lonely Point. And that was, then he checks his file, he was, that was back in August of 1881. That's August 18, 1881 is when he first started working at the lighthouse? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and I can tell you, in all that time, the Fitches never said anything about ghosts. Interesting. So you're not a believer, then? I believe in a great many things. Um, spirits, ghosts... Um, no, not particularly. But enough people do. Um, I don't mean to be insulting uh, uh, Mr. Walt, Mr. Uh, Fontbone. Um, you know, I, I have great respect for, for your science and, and your speciality. And, you know, maybe I'm wrong. And if science can prove that I am wrong, uh, that would be, well, that would be quite a thing. But if there are haunted places, I don't believe this is one of them. Well, indeed, it, it does sound like it. This, in this case, it might be uh, the isolation and, and the mind playing tricks, but uh, we'll, we will go and uh, find out for certain. Right. That's what I'm hoping. I think after we can get your report of your professional opinion and observation, um, and when it all turns out to be nothing, we can just put all of this to rest. Um, and as I said, the Fitch family never had any sort of wild stories and and they are one of the most respected families uh in new london um after the accomplishments of of uh, of gary fitch gary fitch who is that gary he says well uh he and he, and he beams with pride and he says uh Gary Fitch uh, was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor for his service in France. We just erected a statue of him outside of the uh, local high school where he attended. Hmm. The, what is the name of that high school? Uh, Bukele. Okay. 
posthumously, of course, he was a he was a true uh, American hero. There was a, a motion to rename Main Street um, after him, but um, we're still wrangling that out. Interesting. Are there uh, other Fitches uh, in in the uh, in the city? I'm afraid not. Um, uh, Gary left New London when he joined the military right out of high school and was a career soldier. Um, his sister, Michelle, uh, she moved away after high school as well. Um, not certain where. Oh, um, I seem to remember uh, uh, some relatives in Ohio. I'm not. Uh, I'm not certain. Okay. Uh, Jesse, do you have any uh, questions? Uh, not really. I'm just trying to take as many notes as I can so that um, you know I can get paid later. <laughs> and uh, he waves over the waitress and. Uh, you know, orders three rounds of pie. Oh. And, and he smiles. He says, well, uh, I'll be ruining my dinner. My wife will not be happy, but it's not often that uh, one gets to sit down for luncheon with a parapsychologist. And you get the distinct feeling that he's just milking this comped meal uh, <laughs> as as far as he can go with it. It doesn't make me any uh, difference, so that's fine. Right. So uh, he orders dessert and uh, takes the receipt and, uh, you know, doesn't pay. And he says that, it, you know, tells – and the waitstaff, you know, they know it's going to be uh, a comp city expense. So they're, they're perfectly fine with serving you guys uh, whatever you need. Um, and he says, well, I've got to get back to the office. Um, is there anything else that you need from me before you get started? I assume you're getting started a day early. Uh, uh, yes, we'll, we will uh, start a day early. Mm -hmm. Well, splendid. If you need anything, just uh, drop by the office. I'll be there until about 5. And uh, I'll be in the, the office all day tomorrow uh, between 9 and 5. I do have a meeting uh, between 1 and 2. Okay. Um, but other than that, I'm at your disposal. And uh, Friday morning, uh, well, I'll fill you in. Uh, but Friday morning, your boat should leave about uh, 8 a.m. We have a we have transportation all laid out for you. Excellent. Okay, uh, I will take my leave then, gentlemen. Uh, good hunting. Any. Uh he gives you a wink and uh, heads back out uh, into the uh, cold no uh, cold uh, march wind all right uh, quick question out of character uh, what was his name again the the gentleman we just talked to um don't recall uh, uh, we'll say Colin Mortel I think it was Okay. Yeah, that's the one name I didn't grab either. So 
appreciate that. <laughs> All right. So let's see. I know that was a lot of info. So if you need me to repeat any of the names or dates, just ask. I got pretty good notes on it. So okay. And from here I'm on out, I'm going to be a dick. And if you ask me to repeat stuff, I'm going to make you roll idea rolls to see if you remember. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, so That's why Jesse was writing and Murphy was, <laughs> Murphy was typing like a mad beast. So. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That, that, that was your softball pitch. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Eddie, what are we doing, man? Okay. Um, we got a number of things we can hit here. Yeah. So, either I'm kind of yeah. I'd like to. Um, know the best way to do this. Uh, check. Uh, get more information about uh, this hero, Gary Fitch. So I suppose um, a trip to the library or a trip to this, seems like this high school, uh, Bukele. I don't know if we can get much out of that other than taking a look at the, the statue. Oh, that might okay. be useful. Um, I, I want to uh, just throw that out that we need to probably track down Gary and Michelle Fitch. Okay. Or, or Michelle Fitch, rather. Gary Fitch, I guess, is dead. So I'm going to give you a few things. There is a new London public library. Um, Wallace, I'd like you to make a no-roll. Right. You already know where the city clerk office is. Um, you have already figured out uh, Bulkelly uh, High School. Bulkelly? Oh, Bulkelly. B-U-L-K-E-L-E. E, Y. Okay, good. It's it's it's, but it's pronounced uh, Bulkelly because I actually phoned the cha- the uh, local historical society, um, and there is the New London Historical Society. Okay. Quick funny story. I was stuck trying to find the name of the boys' high school in this historical period, but I had found out that New London has a historical society. So after a couple of days of fruitless internet searches, um, I realized I had the current phone number for the New London Historical Society. <laughs> so I just called him and I said, "Hey, what was the boys' high school called in the uh, in in about nineteen you know twenty six And he said, "Well," and he went on for ten minutes, and it was awesome, <laughs> and I had all the information I needed, and I'm thinking. Why didn't I just freaking call the historical society in the first place? <laughs> Why am I, you know, mining the internet when I have a freaking phone number of a historical right. society that I can call and just ask a goddamn question? Uh, so it's, just you almost failed your library use role. <laughs> right, right. So I went, I went old school on my library use role researching this, uh, and actually talked to a human being. Boom, okay, boom, boom. so uh, and. Make a spot hidden check. Uh, both of us. Both, both just, of you. Okay. Both of us. I missed spot hidden, but I did make that no roll. 
I did. I passed, but I didn't, but not by much. Okay, the no roll gives you that there is a New London Historical Society. Okay. It's uh, currently at the Shaw Mansion, uh, and it is open to the public. Um, and your spot hidden gives you uh, a glance over at a man in a neighboring table, uh, leisurely reading a copy of The Day, the New London local newspaper. Hmm. Oh, brilliant. I, I do believe that there is a paper here in town called The Day. Ah, indeed. Uh, we should uh, take note of that. I, I, I should like to take a look at, at the paper, the, the local paper. I'm sure that there's one somewhere nearby. Uh, yeah, so I will... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'll go up to the waiters. To the wait- it's like a lunch counter situation. Yeah, there's a counter, but there's also some booths and tables, but you can easily go up to the counter. Or your waitress keeps the... coming over. <clears throat> well, either way. If she comes back over, then I'll talk to her. Otherwise, I'll get up and go to the counter. But, you go uh, to the counter. Uh, Alright. Uh, excuse me, madam. Do you happen to have uh, a, today's copy of the New England Day? Oh, it's just the, uh, it's just the day. And she... Uh, oh, oh, just the day. Sorry. She passes it to you. Thank you very much. So, we get a stack every morning. I'll be back in the morning. You don't have to pay for you don't have to pay for that one as long as you don't leave with it. How much are they? It's like five cents. It's rather steep. Here you go. <laughs> okay, you hand pass her a nickel and you can take the local paper. There we go. So, uh, look in the paper for the address of the newspaper. The address of the day is 47 Main Street, which is actually right up the block from the city clerk's office. Well, we probably saw it on our way. <laughs> no, actually, it's further. It's a, it's a little further up. It's probably like, uh, it's the next block down from the diner. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Uh, once you once you've discovered a bunch of these locations, I'll sh- I'll share the map with you guys. We've already got our new London map. Most of the, all, I think all of the maps and all of the art except one is uh, already put together for this. So okay. cool. All right. Um. So here's the thing. You do you do you two want to split up at this point or and look what I was and about. look for. Well. Other th- things, or do you want to complement each other's skills and stay together as you investigate? You are here a day early, but uh, you know, library use rolls are going to take four hours per check, so you've got two days. And at this point, it's about two p.m. Okay. We can get one library use in before they close us out of wherever. Yeah. You want to split and then one take the newspaper, one take the library? Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that. I, okay. would, I'll, I would take the, the library. All right, and I'll take the newspaper. Okay. <laughs> and it's funny because they're, they're really close to each other on the map. Uh, so it's, uh, literally when, when one of you <laughs> walks into the library, the, the newspaper is about five doors down. It's a really <laughs> small quaint uh, New England city. Um, 
So you get in there. Um, who's going to where, and what will you be looking for? Uh, I will be. I'll, so I'll be going to the uh, the public library, and mm-hmm. I would. Uh, I would like to research anything on the uh, the Fitch family, specifically Gary Fitch. Okay. And I'm going to the newspaper, and I'm looking for. Uh, the death of Morris Fitch. Um, maybe some info. Well, let's say let's narrow it down. I I want um, okay. more than anything. I want I want the death of Morris Fitch. Let's do that. Okay. Um, or is that too specific? So here's uh, if you go to uh, Wallace. If you go to the library to look up that death, that death is probably pretty recent. Um, so what you'd probably end up doing is pulling their copies of the local newspaper. There mm-hmm. probably aren't a lot of books written okay. about this guy who died because he only died, okay. you know, he didn't even die ten years ago. I see. I mean, he's a he's a town hero, but he, it's it it, you know, you could mm-hmm. probably if you found it, it would just be the copy of the local paper. So you can do that here. Well, let's um, flip it then, um, okay. Eddie. Let's let's I'll take. Um, Gary Fitch at the newspaper office, and you take uh, Morris Fitch at the library. Okay. Yeah. Make those rolls. Yes, um, as you go into both of these places, uh, people ask if they can help you. You say who you are and uh, what you're doing, and they've been instructed to uh, basically open their archives for you guys. Um. All right, I failed my roll. And you were looking for uh, what was that again? The, uh, the Morris Fitch. Morris Fitch. Uh, okay, we're gonna get back to you. Okay, Murph. I failed my roll. What are your respective library use rolls, by the way? I am an artist. Uh, let's I see. I, mine is not bad. Uh, oh, well, it's not terrific. Uh, 66. That's 25. Yeah. Okay. All and right. I rolled a um, 29. So, yeah. All right. So, this is really going pretty much nowhere. Um, so, Ed, you were looking into Morris. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of hours, um, just chasing your tail um, you're just getting nowhere um, and you're at the newspaper uh, or you were at the library he was at the library at looking the library, for Morris yeah. okay um, make a luck roll and I make that okay um, a man comes over to you, and uh, he says, uh, "Hi, I couldn't help but notice you, you're looking a little lost. Um, could I be of any service?" And you remember him from being behind the counter. He's the uh, the town librarian. Okay, uh, that would be very kind of you. Uh, thank you. Um, I've I've been uh, I'm here to research. Uh, Morris Fitch, the uh, the first uh, lighthouse keeper, uh, and uh, I, I 
appear to uh, have forgotten how to use a library. <laughs> he smiles and he says, uh, "You know, we get the we get the high school kids in here all the time, and uh, they're just done with uh, mid with their midterm reports. So there's probably lots of things misfiled." He says, "May I sit and join you?" Uh, absolutely. Okay, he sits down. He says, "Well, uh, you know." What would you like to know? Um, <laughs> um, I would. I would like to know. Uh, he's a, he's an older gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one speaking to you. He says, "I, I actually met Morris several times. Uh, I, I knew him not well, but uh, I did know him." Well, what what kind of man was he? Uh, he was, he was a hardworking man, uh, best lighthouse keeper this town's ever had. Never missed a day. When he was here, that light was on, and we didn't have any of these yachts hitting things. Hmm. Uh, it's this, it's this new generation that they're they're just they just don't have the work ethic. Um, how old are you, Wallace? Out of character. Uh, well, uh, forty-five. Good. <laughs> so. <laughs> So he's he says you know uh, it, it's it's this war it just it's just poisoned the youth. Yes. Uh, they came back and their heads in the clouds, um, listening to that jazz music. It's just this country's going to hell. I'm telling you. Uh, but Morris, no, Morris was a good salt of the earth New England man. Uh, he was uh, from Vermont, I think. Good father, Vermont. Uh, loving husband. His his wife did. Uh, I got the impression that uh, his wife left him. Did I uh, misunderstand? No, no, no. No, uh, no. Uh, Bessie became ill, um, bedridden, and uh, he cared for her in the last few years of of her life. No, uh, he see. loved her. There I was see. no doubt about that. She became ill. How how old was she? Oh, when she died. Can't rightly say. Okay. But uh, no, she had become ill. Uh, for, you know, the the kid, their children weren't yet grown yet, so not rightly sure. I see. Probably should have retired. I mean, I hate to say that because. You know, people are going to want me to retire, and I'm not going to want to go. Man dedicated to his work's a good thing, but you know, mm. had he retired, he might not have been up on that uh, on that stairway, you know, by himself. You know, took that bad fall, and that was that. Yes, that's that's a, a hell of a way to go. What what were his children's name again? If you don't mind me asking. Well, there's Gary. Uh, okay, Gary. Gary Fitch. Then he beams with pride. Uh, you know, bravest man New London's ever put out, and that's saying a lot. Hmm. And uh, his uh, daughter was Michelle. Michelle. Anything remarkable about Michelle? Well, 
Um, I don't really know. I never knew her myself. Uh, I know uh, a few people went to school with her. Um, I hear she moved out of state after high school. Okay. Did she also go to uh, Bukele? No, that's a boys' school. Boys' school. Right, right, right. He goes, uh, she went to... Uh, the Williams Institute. That's where uh, girls go. Gotcha. Very good. Probably, if you'd want to know more about her, um, I'm sure there are plenty of her instructors still around. Hell, probably a few of her fellow students are, might be teachers there. Great. Well, thank you. That's been very helpful. No problem. Uh, just let me know if you need anything else. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay, Jesse, uh, you are running into a similar problem. Uh, this is over at the newspaper. Uh, what's your appearance, Jesse? An 11. Okay, so that's not going to help. <laughs> no. Um, and I'm guessing your credit rating's not very high. My credit rating is a 15. Okay, that guess would be right. Um, you were there looking for information about Gary? Right. Okay, when you say that you failed your role, how, what did you fail by? I have a 25 in uh, library use, and I rolled a 29. You actually find the stories. <clears throat> You're a wonderful man. <laughs> I am going to cut and paste the handout. And you were specifically looking for Gary, uh, Gary Fitch. Correct. Okay. So I am going to cut and paste this into your message. And you can read it out loud for those playing at home. <laughs> Yay. All right, let's see here. Let me scroll this up a little bit. There's actually a, a huge, a huge bonus for library use on this topic in this town because uh, these are prominently displayed. All right, so this is Lighthouse Papers Number Two. Local man awarded Medal of Honor, January third, nineteen nineteen. Gary, Sergeant Gary Fitch, a native of New London. A native of New London was posthumously awarded the nation's highest military honor on Monday during a ceremony at the White House. Sergeant Fitch was one of four men so honored for their heroic service to this country during the final months of the Great War. In addition to the Medal of Honor, Gary Fitch was also promoted to the rank of lieutenant. On August 12th of 1918, Sergeant Fitch led a group of men across no man's land in an effort to take out a forward German mortar position raining havoc down on Allied trenches. The men were quickly pinned down by German machine gun fire, taking heavy casualties. As a smokescreen was deployed so that his men could withdraw, Sergeant Fitch charged forward. With a shotgun and hand grenades, he took out the German machine gun and moved on to eliminate the mortar position it protected. While he could have withdrawn, Sergeant Fitch remained at the... Rem at the, remained at the enemy advanced position, directed Allied artillery strikes by marking targets with colored smoke grenades until killed by German snipers. His heroic actions are credited with saving the lives of hundreds of Allied troops, 
A statue of Lieutenant Fitch is being planned for the entrance of Bukele High School, the school he attended. copy that out now and stick it in my notes so I don't forever. And I'm, and I'm going to say that that only took you two hours. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. There are about 50, about probably about a dozen copies of this particular newspaper. That's why it was so easy to find. Cool. In their, in their dead archives. It's just, you know, they ran a lot of them this week. So, uh, since it's only about 3.30 or 4 o'clock, you can try again. Um, they may chase you out. They may not. Um, I will go again since I have a little extra time. Uh, this time looking for out of character. Eddie, what do you think? more on the Morris death or do you yeah. uh, uh, Oscar let me ask you this earlier on you had mentioned uh, Chester Wade as one of the former lighthouse keepers mm -hmm. um, but he wasn't mentioned in the little breakdown that you had given us through the uh, county clerk it, can I do I know of him or is that something that only uh, Wallace knows of that's only something Wallace would know okay thank you hmm. <laughs> yeah I, I mean I guess I might not bring us much information, but yeah, I'd like to, curious about the, I guess it, if it's, yeah, if it's just a fall, I mean, what else are the papers going to say? Um, yeah, so that's what I'll do. I'll do the, the search for his dad. Okay. Yeah. The, the late Ross Fitch. Come on. Give me some good rolls. Oh, and not five. See, that's a critical success, so... That is. And you're specifically looking for his death or any stories concerning him? Honestly, uh, any stories concerning him at this point. Okay. Because I was shooting at the dark, so I didn't think I'd make an odd five. With an odd five, you find... One where there are many, many, many cops. Well, there, there are, you know, it's easy to find this one, which <coughs> I am sending you. You should have that now. <laughs> yeah. I bet you're doing all the, right, uh, all the reading. No, it's fine. I just... <laughs> Here it is. I'm copying it out ahead of time. Okay, you want me to read this one for you, Oscar? Yes, please. Uh, Lighthouse Papers number one. A father of local hero found dead. May 4th, 1920. Morris Fitch, father of Congressional Medal of Honor winner Gary Fitch, was found dead yesterday morning of an apparent fall. The body of Mr. Fitch, longtime keeper at Lonely Point, was discovered by Harrison Venderhoff while delivering supplies to the lighthouse. Mr. Venderhoff said, When no one came to meet the boat, I got worried. I climbed in through a window, calling out and looking around. I found poor Morris near the bottom of the lighthouse stairs. There was nothing I could do. He'd been there for a while. No sign of Bessie Fitch could be found, 
and it is thought that she died of a lengthy illness and was privately buried on Lonely Point by her devoted husband. The pair had become reclusive in recent years after the death of their son, Gary. Morris Fitch was 66 years old and is survived by his daughter, Michelle Gannon, and two grandchildren. That was a wealth of information in that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, and then, you with your 05, as you're putting this one away, because again, this was you know, father of local hero. So that was easy to find. But with your 05, as you're returning that, uh, you stumble upon this one. Uh, and there's only one copy of this one. Okay. Let me a second. Let me cut it out of here and stick it in there. So I'm going to read it a little easier. Lighthouse Papers number three. Local lighthouse keeper hooks a big one. July 22nd, 1917. Morris Fitch, longtime lighthouse keeper at Lonely Point, just might be starting a new career as a professional fisherman. Along with local fisherman Jesse Holland, he landed a 10-foot bull shark. While Mr. Fitch wouldn't comment on his catch, Jesse later said, Morris was specifically looking for that particularly particular shark. We let four other bull sharks go, as well as anything else he hooked. When asked who landed the shark, Holland replied, Morse did. As soon as we got it close to the boat, he blasted it a bunch of times with his shotgun, cursing up a storm at the damn thing. It was the oddest charter I'd ever took out, but so long as the client's happy, that's that. We hope to get a comment from Mr. Fitch on just what the nature of his dispute with the shark was. No word on if or when Mr. Fitch, who's been lighthouse keeper at Lonely Point for 36 years now, plans to retire. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So you, you, you get the tone of this story and, and why they might have buried it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, so um, after all of at that... At which Oscar, point, about... it's, it's, it's closing time at the, uh, yeah. okay. at the paper and they scoot you out. Make a luck roll. Okay. Luck. Luck is something I had to redo because I had none of, but now I do. <laughs> and a 16. Okay. Um, so you get everything put back and nobody notices that you found this, uh, this odd story. Uh, that, that the town's... You, you get the impression with an 05 that uh, there's like three copies of everything. At least. Um, the ones that you found really easy, there were about ten copies in the archives. There was only one copy of this one in the archives. And it was actually misfiled. Crazy. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm leaving, I'm leaving. So, oh. Wallace, yep. um, Jesse's going to be there for a little while longer than you. About an hour. Did you want to head over to the paper or did you want to do something else in the area for about an hour before he's he's all finished up there uh i think i will uh hustle off to the uh he, he's at the paper right um, yeah yeah I, that that's where I'll, I'll go to the paper I'm... okay so you meet him there and uh he can fill you in okay Quite you're gonna want to give me a raise for this one <laughs> uh, so we're going to say it's about 
five, you had a really big lunch around two. So um, you're you're okay with dinner or a much later dinner, uh, but it is late and it is dark because it's uh, still early March. And it's, you know, about five or 5.30 at this point. And much like Connecticut today, things, the town is closing up. Yeah, I go to cons in Connecticut, um, and they roll up that place at like eight o'clock. Sometimes it's kind of frightening. Especially I wonder if it's if possible to get, to get a, a nice ale. Is it, is it? Do they make a decent ale in this damn town? Uh, it's worth uh, looking into. Maybe we could. Uh, the hotel's right around the corner. Let's let's ask the concierge. Indeed. Okay, you walk back to your hotel, and uh, are you going to ask about? Uh, how can I help you, sir? I was. Is there anywhere that sells a decent pint of ale here around somewhere? He smiles and he said, um, "You're just over from the other side of the pond, aren't you, son?" <laughs> um, I suppose, yeah. Yes. He says, "Well, the clearer the 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 nearest." Uh, pint of legal ale you're going to get is a Canadian border, son. Um, yeah, this you know, we've got this whole thing prohibition going on. Uh, yes, it is the the law of the land. Um, but no, well, it, it, go ahead. It, oh well, um, it, well, you said legal. <laughs> Might uh, there be an illegal glass somewhere? Okay, let's make a persuade roll. All right. Let's see here. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, let's get good here. I miserably fail. Um. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that, son. Uh, let Let me try. I'll I'll, uh, I'll uh, fish out uh, a little money and uh, and see if I if that uh, persuades him. Okay, first off, how much money? <laughs> I was afraid you were going to ask that. Are we um, going into this uh, this long, drawn out, how much money is a bribe worth in 1920? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you can see uh, that your room was $1.50. So, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, I actually look this up for other <laughs> projects. Um, the inflation rate from 1920s to about today is 15 to 1. We, yeah, we had a on the forums. We actually had a, a very long and <laughs> a post that was very informative about this very topic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see if let's see if Eddie knows his his uh, remembers it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with a nice fat dollar. Ooh. Okay. Let's roll your persuade. And how are you? And how are you doing this? Uh, sort of. I'll press it right into his hand. Uh, okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Uh, let's see, persuade. And uh, that is a fail. Shit. <laughs> By how much? Uh, let's see. So I rolled a sixty, uh, sixty-three, and uh, my persuade is for so about twenty-three. And it was a dollar. Yeah. 
Um, so you failed by 23 points and you bribed him for a dollar. Yep. <laughs> um, he, as you press it into his hand, he kind of peeks down at it. And then he looks at you and smiles and leaves his hand open. Ah. Hmm. An honest man. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, I, I see we've run into a roadblock here. I'm just going to um, reach over and pull the dollar back out of the guy's hand and just start walking off. <laughs> um, and as you go to do that, he closes his hand and then waves his fingers forward like, come on. All right. So he's not saying no. He's saying he needs more than a dollar. Here's a here's a dime. <laughs> a dime, dude. A dollar is almost a week's wages. Here's a dime. And, and, and that would have been fine had you not failed by more than 25 points. Okay, all right. Uh, mm. <laughs> How bad do you want to drink? Not this bad. That's why I want my dollar back. (laughs) (laughs) Technically, it was Wallace's dollar. It's money, money, money. Yeah, this is true. How about a... Well, maybe the wife would like a new painting. I I am quite talented. He is very good. Very good. We're investigating the, uh, the lighthouse hauntings. We're ghost hunters. Okay. I need both of you to make a credit rating check. Because <laughs> oh, now you're playing up your reputation as an artist and a professional ghost hunter to try and win favor. So, <laughs> so this is going to go over great. Um, actually, I have a 15 and I rolled a 15. I uh, failed by a, a huge margin. He says, okay, he says, really? You know, I sketch a little myself. <laughs> Um, and he snatches the dollar away, puts his arm around you, and he says, listen, I get off at, at, uh, I don't get off until 10, but, and he gives you directions to a place down by the docks. Um, he said, you know, it's, it's, you know, behind the fishmonger, uh, right across, uh, you know, it's gonna, it's like a warehouse, it's a can, it's the closed cannery, just knock three times, and... Tell him that uh, your friend. Hold on a second. Uh, your friends over at the Waterford sent you over, and uh, you should be fine. Thank you very much. But they're not gonna. They don't really. Things don't get going until about nine. Well done. And he actually looks through your, your art pad for a minute, and, and you guys talk art for like five, ten minutes. Oh, there we go. And you can check credit rating. Sweet. <laughs> and, it, and there's a really good chance, if you live, you're going to be able to get more points than that, because it's so terrible. <laughs> How you're old under a 15 is a miracle, so you'll probably be rewarded more points than that. <laughs> Okay, so you can go over to the speak the speakeasy at uh, around nine, but that still gives you a few hours uh, with you know nothing to do in the hotel, full of guests. And it's around five now. You said five yeah. ish. Um, is this? I'm pretty tight with this guy now. 
Yeah, Ray, yeah, you made your roll. You're you're cool with it, but he is working. Okay, no, that's fine. Um, I'll ask him. Can uh, answer, oh, I'll just can answer plenty of questions. If, if yeah, that's. I just want a question. I'm, sure. I, I mean, hang on. I'm looking through the notes for the freaking name. Hang on. Sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. Ah, okay. No, uh, one more thing, if you don't mind. No problem. What do you need? I'm looking for a charter captain, Jesse Holland. Give me a second. Jesse. Yeah. I remember him. Good man. Past, past tense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he died a few years ago. I uh, went missing off his boat. They found it uh, a few days later, uh, anchored off a of Plum Island. Uh, it was. It was actually anchored. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, it, it it had it was a bad end. Uh, he had that boy, and uh, what, what and then boy? when his class when his hand with the class ring on it uh, washed up on Bluff Point, nasty business. What what boy did he have? I'm sorry, I'm, I I don't oh, know. Uh, no, he he was a you know he was a new dad at the time, and oh how um, terrible. Yeah, is his is his wife or the widow still around? No, they uh they've moved from here. Moved. They went to go live right. with her her family. Rightfully um, so. We're in uh, New Hampshire. Terrible uh, business. Yeah, they said it was a shark attack or some such nonsense. Really, a shark? Bull sharks, perhaps? Oh, I wouldn't know. But uh, yeah, that had to be nineteen nineteen, because I I remember I had just gotten back. How terrible! Did you know? Uh, did you know Jesse? I, I don't suppose. Uh, no, 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 no. He was um, somehow connected with this mess we're looking into. I suppose. What the haunting? Mm, yes. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. I can't see how he'd be connected. Uh, oh, he's just, been dead. just he's been dead for about five. Damn near seven years by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would seem so. It seems so. Um, what about? Do you remember old, uh, Michelle Gannon? Okay, now I'm going to have you roll your luck. Come on, Daddy needs new pair of shoes. I can see that you figured out. There's a lot to be learned by just talking to the townspeople. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I well, let's be honest. I'm not very good at the library role. Really? I've got an 05 that uh, you may not oh, come be on. good at, but you're damn lucky. Sometimes <laughs> well, yes, exactly. Uh, my luck's better than my library role by far. Uh, I rolled a 21. My luck is a 60. Okay. So you were asking about Michelle. Make me a persuade check. Oh, crap. 
Okay, this is gonna have to be an awesome roll to make this. It's not an awesome roll. That's a 69. Okay. He says, yeah, she was, uh, she was a good student, you know, popular with the uh, high school pep squad. Um, really didn't know her that well. Uh, she moved out of state after high school to live with her aunt in Ohio. Um, got married, had a couple of kids, I think. Not really much to tell. Hmm. When you fail your persuade check. That's <laughs> <laughs> an aside. Um, oh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Oh, did you ser serve with uh, Gary, by the way? No. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I was a Navy man. Oh. Uh. He smiles and he says, uh, why Gary picked infantry, I I'll never know. He grew up in New London, you know, living, growing up on an island. But uh, <laughs> I guess he made the right choice. He saved, saved a lot of men. That man's a real hero. Real hero, yes. Huh. Imagine he wanted to get away from the ocean. Well, I suppose... There's no other Fitches left in town, then? No. No. Um, poor old Morris was the last of them. What a shame. What about old Vinderhoff? Is he still around? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, he says, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's the guy who he runs uh, supplies out to Lonely Point. Has for years. Uh, God. <sighs> long as I can remember. I wonder if I'll find him down there behind the uh, fishmongers later tonight. Oh, I don't think so. No? But you're liable to meet him. Um, if you're going out there, he's probably the person taking you. Yeah, that's even better. Well, I appreciate it very much. Okay, you guys have a good night. Uh, maybe I'll see mm -hmm. you over there. Yeah, have a nice one. Yes. All right. Um, you want to just chill for another hour or two until time for a speakeasy, or do you want to even go to the speakeasy, or do you want to just chill and turn in? Uh, I'll give it to you since I kind of dominated right there for no, a little no, bit. No, that's fine. I, I'm glad you did. Uh, you're coming up with names. <laughs> like, what? Who's I, that? What? <laughs> I have extensive notes. <laughs> I and I don't think it's his first trip to the rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> I have some uh, chicken scratch notes uh, and a piece of paper in a dimly lit room, so uh, let's, uh, yeah. I type faster than I write. I don't even know how to write anymore. <laughs> it's sad. <clears throat> well, I suggest, yeah, I think uh, definitely go to the, the speakeasy, and uh, if we can, uh, maybe I'll... Uh, take a look for, well okay so this Vanderhoff is did uh, we get Vinderhoff. the Vinderhoff um, mm. we get the impression he's he's the one who's going to be taking us to probably uh, yeah so so I think yeah. we'll just be able to catch him then yeah okay. it's kind of shitty that uh, the other guy's dead um, but I didn't ask about his family which was a mistake on my part so you did I have to ask I did ask about the Holland family uh, yep uh, they went to live with her no no that's Gannon's Oh, no, no, you're right. I'm an idiot. You're correct. 
I am sorry. I don't know why I argued with you about that. Um, no, no, there's there's a lot here. So that's why I was saying take some notes because there there's Yeah, no, I missed that one line. You're right. I apologize. No problem. Um Okay, cool. So, yeah, all right. Yeah, so that guy's dead. That sucks cuz, you know, that would have been a little bit more insight. Um I don't think Michelle Gannon. So you're saying finding out that he is dead of a possible shark attack wasn't any kind of an insight? Oh, no, it's huge insight, but I wanted more information. <laughs> I want to talk to him. I want to talk to the guy. Yeah, that's, that's not, that's not going to happen. I wonder if not they have without, his hand not preserved. Not without spells in this yeah. game. <laughs> I wonder if they have his hand preserved somewhere, like a, you know, a hand of glory. So what was yeah. the deal with the hand? The, the hand is uh, what? It, it washed up on shore with this class shore. ring on. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the few pieces they were able to identify. Gotcha. With. Gotcha. <laughs> the rest was just little bits and pieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, okay. So, um, oh, oh, Wallace, not to sound too forward of me, but you do have money on hand, correct? Uh, I do. Good. <laughs> a lot of money. Uh, uh, enough to uh, uh, to take care of our needs for this trip. I've been... Uh, I've, I've, I've made some uh, decent uh, money in, in my line of work. Fair enough. I have just uh, inserted our... Uh our area map. Okay. I'm pulling it up now. Yeah. It's probably a big file, so yeah, no, it's, it's not long that important. It's uh, it's basically the Long Island Sound area uh, showing New London. Lonely Point and all of the islands. In the oh, there's area. Plum Isle on there. Okay, and that's Moray Drop where he uh, caught the. Oh, I got you. And there's Lonely Point. Okay, cool. Bluff Point, huh? Hmm. Okay. Now I'm looking at it. That's where the Bluff Point is. Where the body parts were found. That's where they were washing up. All right. Yep. So where are you? What are you guys doing? Sorry, I, we're going to the uh, speakeasy. Okay, uh, you head over, and uh, with the directions and the uh, password, uh, you get in easily. Um, you know, you're new in town. You don't really recognize anyone, but uh, <sighs> let's see. We're going to say that this is a working man's speakeasy. Um, there's no jazz band. Uh, there's no music. Uh, there are very few women. And there are lots of, of hard-drinking sailors bellied up 
to you know and fishermen types uh, you know crabbers uh, lobstermen uh, fishermen um, and they're you know they're drinking scotch and they're drinking whiskey um, and they're smoking cigars and there's a uh, a couple of poker games going on is there an obvious bar or is it kind of one of there is an obvious bar okay all right good i'll walk there first okay i will uh try and uh insert myself in one of the uh, poker games Hmm. okay um make a luck check Okay, um, and they basically say, you know, this is a this is our friendly uh, oh. this is our friendly weekly game. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. Yeah, yes, they say, you know, it's a never good, uh, you know, never good policy to gamble with uh, a man who don't know and who isn't drinking. Ah, uh, uh, well said. Uh, I'll turn around, and go back to the bar. Okay. There wasn't hostility there. They just don't know you. Yeah. And they were like, who is this guy who wants to gamble with us? Um, Illegally. And not drink illegal liquor with us. This <laughs> is suspicious. So, Jesse, you go, you go over to the bar. Uh, what can I get you, son? Oh, how about a whiskey? No ale, I don't suppose. Is that asking much? Uh, no, we've got some beer. Uh, what kind? But, uh, that list is it not worth it? He scowls at you. I'll have the beer. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, you know, takes you know. It's actually a bottle of beer. Um, no label. Just a, you know, uncorks it and passes it down to you. And he says, uh, "You're going to be drinking here a while." Yes. Just, I'll keep I'll keep track. Thank you. Well, let's taste the spear. What's it taste like? Make a luck roll. Shit. Yeah, it's probably going to taste just like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I actually failed. It's it's the worst beer you've ever had in your entire life. <sighs> it's barely drinkable. How about actually, a uh, how about actually, a whiskey make, chaser? Make a con check. Oh, oh, hang on. Let me listen to what my con is real quick. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Just a straight con or? Straight con. Con times five. I fail. Okay, you, you try and choke this beer down. And it's almost as if there are chunks floating in it. It's so bad. <laughs> and, you, and you just turn away from the and spit it onto the floor. It's that horrifically bad. At which point, the bar erupts in laughter, uh, <laughs> and the bartender pours you a whiskey. Oh. And he goes, "Here you go, kid. This one's on me." And it was, you know, and they're just hysterical. I appreciate that. A little warning next time. 
Is this, hey, you ordered the beer. Did you see I, anyone uh, else get it? <laughs> no, I should have known. I knew coming in the beer was going to be shit, but my God. <laughs> and they all like, they're patting you on the back and they're just fucking laughing. Um, when it was, when like was that made? Ordered a beer, they all just stood back and watched. Was that was that brewed sometime in the late 17th century? Or? I think it was legal when they actually bottled that. <laughs> wow. Um, so I, I'm going to give you a plus uh, a plus 10 to all of your persuade checks while you're here, <laughs> just for going through that hazing ritual. Awesomeness. <laughs> and that um, and five of that will transfer over to Wallace, who's with you, for being a cool. good sport. Uh, can I get a whiskey for my friend here too, sir? And this he is says, actually, "Well, he can yeah. buy his own. I'm buying you that one." No, no, that's fine. Yes, just give him <laughs> one so he can give you some money. Okay, I said, so uh, you're not from here, I take it. Would give it away? <laughs> that you ordered a beer, and they all. Yeah, that would give it, wouldn't it? Um, and oh, then, yeah, so you do small talk for a little while. Um, and you know, you can have a few rounds and and head back, or you can. Trying to no, pump no, some no. of this crowd we're for pumping, info. We're pumping information, yeah. baby. I figured, I figured this was a working trip. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked if he had money. <laughs> <laughs> in character, no less. Um, yeah, so we get a couple of rounds in, and then uh, let's let's start this. So let's uh, let's pick let's pick the same table that he went to previously. Okay. Actually, when when. Those guys are still kind of in their own thing, but uh, a few other people in actually invite you to uh, to have a smoke with them. There's a, a few bunch of people with pipes, um, and they're like drinking and, and a few cigars and a couple of pipes. So that's um, fine. I'll pull out my pipe. Okay. Yeah. And the guy's like, "Hey, is that from uh, is that from over there? What you got in there?" Uh, Balkan Sobrain. It's it's very good. He says, uh, let's mix it up. He says, I'll trade you one of mine for yours, and, you know, we'll just see. That's fine. What do you and have? He, act- he actually has some really good uh, tobacco. Uh, very nice. So it's an enjoyable smoke, and it's just <laughs> something for you guys to talk about. Um, you know, a conversation piece. And uh, if you guys want to get into pumping information, you can certainly give it a shot. Yeah, I'm sure the whole city knows we're here, for, what we're here for by now, right? Um, no, we were kind of working all day. Um, oh, that's a good point. I'm sorry, I've had too much to drink already. The beer <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> threw off a lot of things. Yeah, it almost threw up, threw up some, if you know what I mean. No, uh, we're we're supposed to find out this mess with Lonely Point. Oh, uh, the the haunting. Yes, yes. And they're like, oh, so, so those are, are you the, the, they get a ghost hunter from all the way over from England? No, no, I'm just the artist. He's the hunter. Uh, pleased to meet you. What are you going to do, ask the ghost to sit for a portrait? That's exactly right. You'd be amazed at how well that actually works. In <laughs> uh, my experience, said, they're, they're fairly once. vain. I, somebody's like, I sat for a portrait once. I should have been dead. <laughs> <laughs> they're all laughing. Believe me, the artist thought you were. Uh, so you're going. So are you asking about the haunting? Oh, I yeah, think I'm going to start. Kinda, okay, we've no, gone in that direction. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm going that way. So yeah. So why is it haunted? What have you guys seen? Give me something so I don't go out there and look like a complete fool while taking the city councilman's Give me money. A second. I am out of character, a pipe man. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, the guy's smoking with you. Well, it's it's obvious. He goes, "Lighthouse is haunted, sure as shit." Uh, and uh, it's got to be the ghost of Bessie Fitch. Uh, Bessie. Bessie. Yeah. He goes. He goes. My brother-in-law said that he saw her top the lighthouse during this this thunderstorm. Um, and that even when the light, you know, lighthouse has been deserted for a couple of years, nobody living there. But uh, that lighthouse comes on now and again of its own accord. Really. He says, so, sure what do you think, the squatters? You know, I mean, you really think that it's haunted, not like some, some derelict squatter or some sort of... No, the, the dock's all rotted out. You can't really leave a boat there. Um, so if you're squatting, you'd be swimming, and nobody's swimming at Lonely Point. You've got the, uh, the race. It's a current. It goes right by there. It's pretty, uh, pretty swift. He goes, but, uh, and then somebody else breaks in and he, he comes over, um, and he's like, that's, that's bunk. He goes, that lighthouse hasn't been lit in years. He goes, I'm out there every night. And somebody's like, and I haven't been out there every night. I'm telling you, I've seen it lit. And he goes, it ain't Bessie Fitch. He goes, that woman wasn't even seen in town for years. So why would she bother as a ghost? He goes, it's Morris. What's haunting the lighthouse? I mean, uh, poor old bastard snapped his neck falling down the stairs. You know, he was never going to retire. And I'm thinking, even after death, he's never going to retire. He goes, he drove off those guys for trying to take his job. That's what I think. Somebody in there, somebody else says, well, that's a shit afterlife to just want to go back to work every day. What about the kids? What about the kids? What happened to them? Or what happened to Michelle after her dad died? How did how did how did Morris take Gary's death? Oh. Okay, now we're going to need to roll. Hmm. Okay. All right. For which? Both or one or the other? Um for one of those you're going to need to roll. All right. Uh we want I'm not going to tell you which. That's fine. Persuade, fast talk, Pers- credit rating. Persuade with the plus 10 bonus. Okay. A 20? Which makes no, it? Plus 30. 30. No, plus 10, so backwards. So 20, yeah, all right. So you're good? I'm good. Okay. Well, they say Morris went off the deep end. Um... You know, while his son was away, uh, you know, he uh, went a little crazy. You know, he, he there was that whole shark thing. With the, I heard about that. Oh, you heard about that? Wow. I found, yeah, something else, isn't it? Is, is yeah. it anybody else find it odd that, uh, that old, uh, old uh, Holland died of a shark after... Just a few years afterwards. Strange, isn't it? That is strange. 
and they get they get quiet for a second. But uh, yeah, he he went all sorts of crazy while his son was away. Um, you know, I mean, he was out there all by himself, caring for his his bedridden wife. Um, daughter gone. They hadn't spoken in years. The uh, the the daughter didn't uh, get along well with her her father. Uh, no, Morris and Bessie were were always close. Um, uh, Bessie bumped heads with her mom a lot, and uh, I think poor Morris was just uh, caught in the middle. You mean Michelle, right? Michelle yeah. bumped heads with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. You know, two of them had a temper, and uh, sometimes that got ugly. How ugly? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're too young, but uh, what about you, sir? You got a, a wife and a daughter? Uh, I, I Either have one? A, I Either? have a, a wife, but uh, no children, I'm afraid. Somebody in the back goes, keep it that way, and they all laugh. <laughs> um, he goes... You know, sometimes, you know, mother and daughter, are inseparable. Sometimes they should be separated. And those two, you know, they, uh, they should have been separated. They got into some real ugly public scenes before Bessie stopped coming to the mainland. Before, uh, yeah, before Bessie stopped coming to the mainland. But, um... Yeah, she went off and, and got married in uh, Ohio. You know, you know what they say. And he's talking to you like you're from here because he's drunk. Right. What do What do they say? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh huh. Okay. No, he actually lost track of the conversation. Oh. No, I know, and I I just moved on <laughs> um, somebody comes over and says uh, they say she had to get married um, oh I never want to be in that position I don't think I mean I wouldn't not, mind being in that like, position like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any risk of that kid not even from, not even from England I she got pregnant saying. son Sorry, a mosquito just went nuts around my head. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to try and talk about while you're, um, and, and while hopefully not getting so drunk, you won't be able to do library function. checks tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Right. Um. Is it worth it to sort of take the uh, the sea monster angle to see if it's up to you? If you want to breach it, go ahead. Or I will. I yeah, don't care. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, no, no, I, I, I'll do it. Um, I was just sort of one. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll. I'll uh, now, are we talking to anyone now, or is that sort of you're you're in a group of people oh, okay. smoking and drinking, and okay. you've ingratiated yourself to the bar. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say uh, I've 
once we've came into town, uh, we we heard uh, stories about a sea monster. Uh, has anyone uh, heard or seen anything about a sea monster? And once you start that, they all come closer. And one guy says, "Well, <clears throat> that creature is a is it's it's not a monster. It's a beast from prehistoric age." And uh, <laughs> another guy comes over. He goes, "You know." I seen it. It's it's like a gigantic moray eel. Moray eel. Um. Somebody says. Uh, somebody kind of looks at him and rolls his eyes and says, "Look, what I saw was like a big bull shark, and that's what I think it is. Just some beer, big, freakish bull shark, or you know, maybe a seal." <laughs> uh, <laughs> And one's, one guy over in the corner says, I wouldn't be joking. Yeah, that's probably what killed Jesse Holland. And, and they all go quiet for a minute. And, and that guy just like stares them down. And then one guy says, oh, comes over and he says, well, I've got my own story. He goes, you know, I... I saw that creature. And there, there were these two boys fell out of a boat. And current snatched them right up. Before they can get swept out, out comes this thing. Big as a house. Comes swimming up. Scoops them out. And it was riding, it was being ridden by this mermaid and everybody just starts like groaning at him and throwing bottle caps at him and he starts laughing I see you guys are a riot <laughs> I'm gonna come I'm gonna come live with you men uh, and they buy you another round I'm about ready to puke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I uh, dare say that I I think we should go uh, retire for the evening, Jesse. <laughs> or at least I I intend to. Okay, standard contracts. Do you you boys know any sea shanties? Not that kind of bar, son. A <laughs> <laughs> pass. <laughs> 92. Uh, that's it. Okay, um, okay, now I need Jesse to make a strength check. Well, it should be. Carry Wallace back to the hotel. <laughs> a 93. <laughs> oh, okay. Wallace, I, I do believe Wallace is staying there. Wallace comes <laughs> out, and the cold air hits him, and he just passes out. And you try and lift him, and it's like he's cemented to the floor. <laughs> um, so you're just kind of sitting there. You're not drunk, and you're just stuck with this passed-out guy that hired you. Um, make a luck check. A pass? Okay. Uh, the concierge shows up after a while. Um, and he, he gets you back to the hotel with him, helps you. Um, get some, some coffee to wake him up enough that he can 
get out of his clothes and you guys sleep it off and uh, you can start fresh the next morning. Wonderful. That was fun, Oscar. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, uh, everybody has the same speakeasy that's like jazz and girls and dancing. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the the grimy working class smoke-filled sausage fest speakeasy <laughs> is often a lot of fun as well. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to run to the restroom, and I will be right back. If anyone needs to do the same, that'd be the time. Yeah, all right. Yeah, can we uh, say five, ten minutes? Okay, that's that's cool. I'll get a snack too. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> 